Listeners beware, you're in for a scare. This episode, Charlie Leeming in The Night in Screaming Armour. Charlie, how you doing? Ah! Oh yeah, it's gonna be spooky. Oh yeah, that sounds scary. Yeah. Um, I'm Troy, and this is Pick a Path Podcast, where we play through a Give Yourself Goosebumps novel by R.L. Stein. Very cool. Uh, this episode is episode nine, and The Night in Screaming Armour is the novel we're going to be doing. Let you check out the cover yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's very shiny. I love that. Yeah. they got the nice holographic effects on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and he's got his own little, he's got his own metal bird in oh. armour that oh, he, yeah. he has too. Um, his horse isn't as well adorned, but oh well. Look, you take what you get when yeah. you come into horses, I guess. Very, very clever title. I love that. I, I won't read the back. I won't spoil anything. No. So you haven't read this book? No. And have you played through a Give Yourself Goosebumps novel before? Um, I've, in the past, I know that I've gone through, like, Pick Your Own Adventures. I don't know if it was specifically Give Yourself Goosebumps. Yeah. I've read the Goosebumps books, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, fair enough. Now, Charlie and I went to the film school together. Whoop, whoop. Charlie is a great filmmaker. He's been a director. He's tried out many other roles as well. What are some of your faves? Um, I actually really like doing continuity. continuity. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Good. Uh, you know, sort of detail-minded sort of thing. Excellent. He's also a great dungeon master, and if you stay tuned, I'm sure you'll find out more about that as we continue. Ooh, mysterious. Yeah. Um, so we are going to read through this book today. I'm going to... See, the great thing about getting op shop books is inside my copy it says, To Virginia. For <laughs> Virginia. 1996. Why'd you have to do them like that? Just like, oh, thanks for the gift. I'll give it to an op shop. Lots of love, and the love has a heart as the O. Oh. Mum. Oh. Mine now. (laughs) Yeah. Virginia ran through all the scenarios. She she spent it. Well, I have met people who have read these books cover to cover just so they do make sure they read every scenario. But that that would make it like out of order. That'd be all right. That's that's confusing. (laughs) That that that's not continuity. I, I, I don't understand. I love the um. I love that it's got to have the page turning in it, too. Oh. It's, it's like real part of it. I love oh, that. Oh, yeah. Get ready for some page turning ASMR. <laughs> uh, spine creaking, even. Let's just jump right into it. Pip, pip, ta-ta, jolly good, tally-ho and all that rot, your dad exclaims. <sighs> Fuck off, dad. So sorry, he apologizes in his best British accent. We just want your cousins to feel quite at home, don't we? It's not every day we have visitors from England. Dad, you're so embarrassing. It's been over a year since we've seen them. Jolly good, ta-ta, pip-pip. Your dad says. It's it's not the 1600s, Dad, or is it? It it might be. (laughs) Yes, your mum adds. Your Uncle Will is giving lectures at several important American museums. So Kip and Abby will be staying with us for a whole week. Isn't that terrific? You only half agree. Kip Saxton is your age. Sometimes he complains too much, but mostly he's a pretty cool kid. His 15-year-old sister is another story. Abby acts like she's queen of the world. She can be a royal pain. Fucking Abby. Oh, you'll have fun, your dad assures you. Uncle Will says Kip and Abby are bringing a big surprise with them. A surprise? What surprise? Now they're giving you your first choice. Ooh, alright, let's go. Go to page two. Is your only choice. <laughs> um, hmm. You know what? I'm going to do something crazy. What are you going to do? Let's go to page two. Oh, <laughs> really going off the book. <laughs> I think also Kip's going to die. Calling it now. I'm ready for Kip's it. Kip's dead. <laughs> Before your dad can say another word about the surprise, the doorbell rings. They're here. Your mum calls from the front hall. She opens the door as the airport shuttle van pulls away. Your cousins are standing in the doorway. You haven't changed a bit, your mum declares as she hugs Abby and Kip. I hope that's not true, you mutter. (laughs) Your tall, blonde cousin is already staring past you and into the mirror behind you. Hi. So vain. Oh, I love him. (laughs) Hi, you manage to say to her. Abby primps her long golden curls before she answers. Oh, hi, she says as she pats her hair about a hundred times. Still the same old Abby. Mm. Forget her, someone says, <laughs> laughing. It's Kip. See what, Green? <laughs> Can you give me a hand? We've got more stuff to bring in. 
your sandy-haired cousin moves back out onto the front steps and points to two huge wooden crates. The crates are taller than your dad. What the? Wow. Alright. I wonder what's inside. Artifacts! Your dad Uh. chimes in. Uncle Will is coming here next week to lecture at the Medieval Museum downtown. I told him we'd store some exhibits here until he arrives. Are the museums just cool with that? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, just store them here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll just put it in my brother's place. <laughs> but I never expected anything this big. These crates will have to go in the garage. What's in the crates anyway? You ask Kip. Page three. Two suits of armour, Kip says. That's what's in the crates. They're really old. From the 15th century. We call one of them the Evil Knight. <laughs> It's been with the Saxton family forever. The other suit was Sir Edmund Saxton's. He's our great, great, great. Well, you get the picture. He's going to be the hero. The crates are on wheels. You, Kip, Abby, and your dad pull them down the driveway to the garage behind your house. You notice a label on one of the crates. Hey, look at this, you cry. You read the label aloud. I'm going to get you to read the label aloud. All right. (laughs) Beware this dark and evil night. Curse still from long ago, until a good knight fights for right. This knight brings misery and woe. Ooh. It even rhymes. I mean, if it rhymes, you know it's serious. <laughs> That's kind of spooky. No, don't read that out aloud. <laughs> it's too late. The curse is, is done. <laughs> Kip cautions too late. <laughs> It's an evil curse on the whole Saxton family. A curse, you laugh? You don't believe in curses, do you? Okay, I gotta say, though. If it's a curse that curses the entire Saxton family, (laughs) why would you stick a sticker on the outside of the box with it? Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) You'd think they would, like, take it off. Just just don't don't include the uh, curse. Can we get the curse off of our package, please? (laughs) No, no, we're gonna take that to the museum and hope (laughs) nobody reads it out loud. (laughs) I believe in curses... And so should you if you know what's good for you, Kip whispers. I guess you've never heard the tale. Listen to the tale on page four. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. So far, so good. We're in order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. No spoilers. The tale? What tale? The legend of the curse of the knight in screaming armor, Kip answers. The legend of the tale of the curse. The legend of the curse of the knight in screaming armor. Years ago. An evil sorceress got angry at the king's best knight, Sir Edmund Saxton. You know, our ancestor. Mm. He killed her favourite dragon or something. <laughs> anyway, she put a <laughs> curse on him. The curse of the knight in screaming armour. She made a special suit of armour and sent it to him as a gift. The armour was haunted. It held the spirit of an evil knight. That night, horrible screams and cries were heard from Saxton Castle in the morning. Sir Edmund and all of his family had been killed. Oh, shit. Kip's eyes grow wide as he goes on. All of his family was dead except one (laughs) son. He had been out hunting anyway. Oh, good. They did have to continue the Saxton line for this to make sense. He kept the armor. He was too scared to throw it away. The four of you arrive at the garage and your dad reaches down to open the door. This is that armor. Family legend has it that one day it will wake up again. Thirsty for Saxton blood. Then it will destroy all that is good. Unless a brave and noble Saxton can defeat it. (laughs) It has to be a member of the Saxton family. Ha, you laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm related to you, so I'm a Saxton. What's an evil knight suit of armor going to do to me? Now, is is my last name actually Saxton, or am I a cousin from the other side? Uh, that is completely up to you, depending how intensive you want to go with your role-playing. Uh, at the moment, it's just you, Charlie. Charlie Saxton. Oh, I mm. like it. Saxton, I just immediately think of, like, the master. Yeah. Doctor Who. Um, actually, it's Chuck Saxton. That sounds better. I do like that. Yeah. Well, Chuck Saxton, you're going to get your answer to whether or not... Oh, what an evil knight suit of armor is going to do to you. Oof. Nothing. <laughs> On page 96. Oh, shit. We're jumping. Those are real, beautiful, yellowed pages. <laughs> oh, yeah. That old book smell is just wafting through the room. <laughs> I like page 96. The numbers are like a sexy thing backwards. Ah. It's like people who don't want to have sex. 
<laughs> a relatable back content. to back <laughs> you could just forget that screaming armor story abby snaps before kip gets a chance to answer you it's totally stupid and it's not even true but long after everyone has gone to sleep you, <laughs> you oh, time jump <laughs> you lie awake thinking about the crates in your garage hmm. hours later you've dozed off when you are awakened by a chilling scream and it's coming from the garage <laughs> The curse. You gasp. <laughs> the curse. Now, Charlie, it's your first choice. But ah, it's actually letting yeah. you choose. Are you going to ignore the scream? <laughs> or are you going to investigate the chilling shriek? Now, I've, I've been told of the story. Uh, I don't actually remember what their ancestor did. If he did... Uh, invest- he might have killed a dragon of a witch. Right. And then he heard the screams. Or the screams were heard by somebody. His whole family's dead. I'm just going to go check on that just to double. I'm oh, not just going to yeah. go sleep after no. that. I'm like, that. I've just been told this story. I need to check on what's going on in the... That's fair enough. Well, I guess we're going to go investigate the chilling streak on yeah. page 19. 19. I'm going to die. <laughs> Scream! Another shriek fills the night. Kip and Abby are as wide awake as you are. The piercing screams draw the three of you together at your bedside. You grab each of your cousins by the hand. We have to go out to the garage and investigate, you declare. We have to find out what's out there. Another scream pierces the air. Abby forgets how much cooler than you she is for a moment and clutches one of your arms. Ah, yuck. Kip grabs your other one. (laughs) You grab a flashlight from your desk and make your way out into the night. You pull your cousins along behind you. Eventually, you come to the garage door. You pause a moment and listen to the screams. Well... Here goes, you say. You reach down, grab the handle, and lift it open. Click. Turn to page 113. Oh, God. She forgot how much cooler than you she was. (laughs) Yuck, she's touching me. Fuck off, Abby. Kip also grabbed your other one. I'm fine with Kip. Kip is cool. (laughs) Mm. And turning too far is all part of the book, and then turning back slowly. Rewind. The garage door swings up. And out of your way. Dark was never as dark as this. Monsters seem to lurk in every corner. Familiar forms look strange. The beam of your flashlight cuts past the frightful shadowy figures to the two crates. They stand like tombstones in the middle of the garage. Except that one of them is vibrating. Shaking back and forth. The light reflects off a label on one of the crates. The one with the curse on it. (laughs) Then you notice another handwritten label near the top of each crate. One says, Evil Knight. (laughs) <laughs> the other reads Good night Good night Which one should we open? You say nervously Neither Kip replies He seems terrified Maybe a little too terrified mm. You're not sure you buy all this curse stuff Maybe it's all a big trick Kip and Abby could have gotten someone to shout and shake the crate around mm. Who's really in that evil night crate anyway? You wonder Then again Those screams do sound pretty spooky Maybe you should play it safe and open the crate marked Good Night. A suit of armour could come in handy if there is some crazy curse. What you gonna do? Mm. Are you gonna open the crate marked Good Night? Or are you going to open the crate marked Evil Night? Now, we've we've already gone to bed once. I'm not about to Good Night again. <laughs> so we're going with the Evil Night? Yeah, I think it's my dad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you're calling it now? This is, this is fucking classic dad. He does the British accent one day. He <laughs> pretends to be an evil curse the next. I just want to also call back to you saying you hated Abby, but you liked Kip. I do believe earlier in this podcast episode, you told me Kip was going to die. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. I Look, I don't like the fact that Kip is going to die. It's just a fact in nature. It's just a fact. It's, you know, the good ones die and you get left with the Abbeys. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. The fun's over, you declare. You move over to the crate marked Evil Knight and start to loosen the straps holding it shut. It's still shaking a little, but the screaming has died down to a faint moan. Mom? (laughs) You really had me going there for a minute, you continue. Those screams sounded pretty scary. And all that moaning and shaking? Wow, you guys are good. Kip and Abby look as if they don't know what you're talking about. But you know better. Who did you get to help you with this little prank anyway? My dad, you ask? Knew it. Fucking dad. Your dad is just the sort of goofball to go in for something like this, too. You did call it. You fumble with the leather straps, but you finally get them undone. By now, you're chuckling to yourself. Oh, oh fuck, I'm chuck. definitely gonna die. <laughs> it really was a good prank, complete with these oversized crates. Still, you can't believe you fell for it. Speaking of falling, 
That's what the front door to the crate does next. It's also what your lower jaw does. Falls open. You try to scream, but all that comes out is a little whimper. There, in front of you, about a foot from your face, you stare into the laser light eyes of the knight in screaming arm. Into page 16. If you dare. Oh, God. Do you dare? I dare. Oh, oh he dares. <laughs> in for a penny, in for a pound. I don't know why his jaw drops open. I mean, maybe it's like a really cool suit of armor, but like, <laughs> I don't expect a suit of armor. It's a suit of oh, armor. Oh, fuck. It's exactly what it says it was. <laughs> the evil knight's head is a steaming hunk of black metal. A sparkling medallion hangs around its, his neck. Something about his medallion holds your gaze. Mm. You can't stop looking at it. Ooh. With you standing there, helpless, before him, the evil knight raises his heavy sword and... Oh. And... No. Oh. He brings it down and slashes open the back of the crate behind him. The wood shatters like ice. In the land of Saxtons, you shall be destroyed. His voice booms over you. You shiver. He glances back at you and then disappears through the new opening. You're not, you're not sure how long you stand there in shock. The next thing you know, Abby and Kip are standing next to you. Did, did you see that? You stammer. Yeah, no, no big deal. Abby tries to sound cool. Look, Kip exclaims, this hole in the back of the crate, there are hills in it. What? <laughs> yeah, right. What's that mean? Abby huffs. But he's right. You peer through the hole. You see emerald green hills and a pale blue sky. You feel wind against your face. You feel yourself drawn to the scene, like you were to the medallion. We'd better go through, you say, without taking your eyes off the scene before you. <laughs> if not... We'll never break this curse thing. You push aside the splinters and mm. step through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chuck Saxton knows what to do. Yeah, he, he didn't give you the option, but he knew exactly no, no, no. what to do. Also, I just want to make clear that uh, Chuck Saxton is closer to his mother's side, so I'm not... I don't really consider myself a Saxton if this guy's all about cleansing the Saxton name or whatever. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to make that clear to him, but yeah. I understand. <laughs> step out of the crate on page 119. Kip and Abby follow you through the hole in the back of the crate. When all three of you are through, something slams shut behind you. So, I just want to... Geometry-wise... Yeah, I, it's taken me a little bit to figure it out, but I think I've got it. It's where... It's in the box. I thought he reached up and broke open the good knight's box. Yeah, I thought that too at first. Yeah, no, he didn't. But he, he turned around and slammed the, the back on the inside of his own box. Yeah, And it's like a portal. That seems to be what's happened. Okay. And it brought us to England now or you've something. Now you stepped in to... Did I say England? To hills and wind and sunshine. Oh, right. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. That's why there was an English accent. I hate when you open the book and you look at the wrong page of one of these. <laughs> and it's, there's just a big the end and you're like, Ooh. oh, that isn't what I remember just before. <laughs> Kip and Abby follow you through the hole in the back of the crate. When all three of you are through, something slams shut behind you. You turn to look and the crate has disappeared. All you see around you are hills. Soft, green, rolling hills. It's so beautiful, you say. It's a whole new world. You rub your eyes, but it doesn't go away. It's mm. our world, Abby exclaims. We're back in England. Okay, oh, Abby, it doesn't God. belong to you. God. It's exactly where the evil knight wants us to be, Kip says softly. Mm. England, the land of the Saxons. England. <laughs> England. <laughs> England. Who cares, Abby says. We're home. Don't look so happy, Kip warns. The evil knight wants to destroy us. We may be home for good. Or shall I say, for evil. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Kip. Fuck. He's so clever. I ah, love that about him. Wordplay, love him. <laughs> you gaze around you, stunned. There's no way to explain what just happened to you. Hundreds of sheep are grazing on a nearby hill. One wild-looking ram glances up at you. Your heart jumps. His eyes are glowing. You okay. cry out. Your pulse starts to race. The horned head of the ram morphs into the armoured head of the evil knight. <laughs> armoured sheep. He lowers his head and paws the ground. Steam pours through the grill of his helmet. He's going to ram us, you cry. Run for your lives. Oh my god. He's got sheep powers. <laughs> now, R.L. Stein, that seemed unnecessary. <laughs> like You don't gotta do us like that. He, he hid himself as the ram. <laughs> But, like, you didn't figure out it was him or anything. Like, he was just like, ah, revealing myself. Yeah. I'm now just, I'm going to get you. It's like he, he pulled it out of his wool, just put on a helmet, and was like, <laughs> ah, it's me. <laughs> Got him. 
Evil Knight. Uh, we're turning to page 97. We've been to this block before, near 96. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Led by the Evil Knight, the whole herd of sheep stampedes. Terror grips you as the thundering herd bears down on the three of you. You are about to be trampled. The stampede sounds like a sonic boom. You wrap your arms around your head and wait to feel the pain of a hundred little hooves pounding you into the grass. So this is how he plans to destroy us, you think. You open your mouth to scream, but you can't hear anything of the thundering of sheep that eat. Then suddenly, there's nothing but the sound of screaming. Your own screaming. You peek through your arms. The stampeding herd is gone. The hills are gone. All that's left are prickle bushes. You're buried in prickle bushes. Huh. And they hurt. Ow. Turn to page 132. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Ooh, prickle. <laughs> Alright, so this guy's just got us teleporting. Oh yeah, I guess so. Bastard. Ouch! Abby cries. She breaks herself free from the prickly bushes. You can't help laughing. <laughs> Abby's a human pincushion. She has little prickly leaves stuck all over her. <laughs> Ouch! You and Kip say together as you fall out of the bushes. You find yourselves looking like two porcupines, too. You hear giggles, and they're not Abby's. You glance over your shoulder and see something you never imagined you'd see. Two miniature men are laughing and rolling on the ground. Each man is about the size of a football. They laugh and smack their knees and point at you. Okay, kind of rude. Pixies! Kip cries. (laughs) Okay, we don't call them that anymore, Kip. That's not cool. (laughs) Pixies, you say? You've got to be kidding me. The little men disappear for a minute. They resurface in the bushes close by. This way out! One giggles, pointing to the left. No, this way out! Says the other, pointing to the right. Which one can you trust? Follow the pixie pointing to the left. Or follow the pixie pointing to the right. Oh, God, okay, so this one doesn't even have anything I can put logic behind. Oh, no, it's completely chance. All right, um, let's go left. Fuck it. Oh, you sure about that? (laughs) Don't do that to me. (laughs) Oh, okay, well, I guess we'll go to the left then. We're going from page 132 down to 32. Mm. If this left pixie fucks me up, I'm going to be so pissed. Let's go to the left, Abby says. At least you can blame her. Oh yeah, let's play it on Abby. Pulling thorns out of her arm. There's a cottage down the hill. Maybe we can get help there. Shit. Hello? Am I the only one who thinks there's something weird going on here? You ask. Abby and Kip can't hear you. (laughs) This must be an England thing. (laughs) Just also just, ah, can't hear you. (laughs) Normal? No. (laughs) They're already walking across the windy meadow towards the cottage. Pixies, you mumble to yourself. You take off after kipping Abby. You don't get far when you hear a deafening rumble. It sounds like an earthquake. You see bits of turf flying in the air. You turn and look behind you to see hedges. Killer hedges. Hedges? Hedges. Like the bush? They're growing it with... Oh, okay. They're growing at an incredible rate. Actually, they're not so much growing as bursting through the earth in jagged lines. Jesus. Walls of branches and leaves, and it looks as if... Yes. They are. Heading right for you. (laughs) It's time to start sprinting again. And there's no use screaming about it either. Now's the time to move. Move over to page 27. Now, I've never been to England. Is this just what it's like? (laughs) Yeah, as soon as you get past the pixies, (laughs) killer hedges every time. Yeah. I understand the sheep being in New Zealand. And, like, the, the armored sheep and all that. Oh, yeah. Like, that's... We've got them, but... Yeah. Pixies. Pixies, no. Hedges, no. I've never seen a hedge. <laughs> Hedges are exploding out of the ground, fully grown. They're spreading towards you with amazing speed. You're no match for them. They burst past you, blocking your path. You try to stop short, but not fast enough to avoid a face full of prickles. Kip and Abby, too. You start to run the other way, but you don't get far before you come up against another wall of hedge. It doesn't seem to matter which way you turn. Any open path is instantly blocked by a solid wall of high bramble bushes. Prickers grab at you as you run past. Fucking pricks. Prickers. <laughs> you shake them off and keep on running. Is that a term? Like is That's, it... That sounds iffy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the hedges prickers are getting at you. You have to get out of here. The walls around you grow higher and higher, cutting the sky into lines of blue. 
The three of you race in every direction, but it's no use. You stop for a second to catch your breath. The ground beneath you starts to rumble and shake. You scream. You can imagine the hedge about to explode through the ground and up through your body. Ugh. You brace yourself. Then it stops. It's quiet again. Except for Kip. We're trapped! He bellows. What do we do now? Try to escape. On page 78. This just keeps, like, teasing me. It's like, oh, get ready, you're about to die. <laughs> oh, you think you know the plot? Ah, sheep. <laughs> you, think you, know the, you think you know the plot? Hedges. Hedges. Even oh. scarier than sheep. <laughs> I was surprised they introduced the evil knight so beginning to, like, so close to the yeah. beginning of the story. Yeah, they threw him out, like, fucking right at the start. And oh, then they're yeah. like, now forget about him and worry about the foliage. <laughs> Coming to get you. Bushes. <laughs> You stare at the walls of greenery surrounding you. The hedges are too high, you say. We can't climb over them. <laughs> it looks like a maze, Abby comments. You know, Kip, like they used to have at royal palaces and stuff. I wonder if there's a way out. Either way, we'll either have to find our way out or break through the hedge. We can't stay in here forever, you say. <laughs> forever? Kip wails. Knock it off, Kip, you and Abby both cry. So what will it be? Will you try and find your way out? Or are you going to try and break through the hedge instead? Hmm. I'm not a cheater. I'm not about to break through because that's... The knight's going to get all sort of pissed off if I, like, ruin his game. I'm going to try to go through the maze. Complete it like a maze? Yeah. Even though it is what Abby said. Yeah, exactly. She did make you go left and you've been attacked by nothing but bushes. So, actually, yeah, we'll continue on the trend of... Our insurance is, if I die, it is Abby's fault. Exactly. Not Kip's. We like him. We like Kip. But he's going to die. Rip Kip. Oh. Got him. We're going to turn to page 51. 51. I'm so mad right now. So you think you're good at mazes, huh? Try to get yourself out of this one. Pick up a pencil and try to draw the escape (laughs) route out of the maze below. Can you do it on your first try? If what? You, if you make it through, hooray for you. Face your next challenge. If you don't make it through, read your fate on this other page. It's it's given us a is literal it, maze. It's an actual... Holy shit. And I have to get it on my first try? Ooh, I guess so. Well, this will be great for an audio format. It will. <laughs> um, I will pause there and grab a uh, pencil or something. <laughs> right, well, I guess what I'm going to do is hand Charlie the uh, Give Yourself Goosebumps book and a pencil... And let him figure out the maze. Now, there doesn't look to be any drawing in the maze already. You'd think with a op shop so, from 96, there would be. Yeah, so what was her name? Virginia or something? Yeah. She didn't. She obviously didn't go through all the uh, options. Maybe she just hated mazes. But I'm going to hand you the uh, book and a pencil. Okay. And I am going to... I will film it and yeah. upload it separately yeah, so yeah. that you can see that we are doing okay. it right now. So... I have to go through it first try, um, but can I like turn around and shit or? Oh, I don't know about that. It doesn't say. Shit. Cause like, I hope I don't find like a dead end or anything. But um, you know, I'm I'm going sort of. Oh, I can already see that way is wrong. So I'm gonna go. Um, around this way <laughs> and up like that. That counts. That's and we're gonna go down here you know the the classic way to save to solve a maze is you hug left the entire time because the walls to the solution all eventually connect or something like that um (laughs) oh i fucking got it oh i'm a fucking genius there it is boom I did have one little turnaround, but I went around a little bar, so I yeah, think that Yeah, you sure counts. did. Yeah, that, that's completely Bam. wild. Bam! And that was that. Charlie <laughs> Lehman completed the maze and give yourself goosebumps number nine for those of you watching this random video of a person completing a maze. I'm so to good at mazes. Make sure you check out the rest of this on the audio podcast that we're recording right now. Woo. So for those of you on the audio podcast, obviously Charlie just completed the maze. I can see like it a here. Fucking genius. Yeah. In pencil. He didn't have any time to prepare for it. I held on to <laughs> it till I handed it to him. We're gonna head over to page seventy five. Now, I'd have probably just, you know, had I been reading this in my spare time, used my finger and definitely uh 
just said I passed it on my first go, no matter what. <laughs> but I'm incredibly impressed that you just completed a maze uh, you know. on your first go. You know what they say. Oh, yeah. What do they say? Well, you know. Oh. Well, we're turning to page 75, <laughs> and maybe they'll tell us what they say. The hedges are behind you. The green hills are in front of you. There's a warm wind in your face, and something, something is coming over those hills. A dark black mist is rolling towards you. It's already halfway to where you're standing. It doesn't like the look of us, Kip mm. says. The warm winds pick up. Dark clouds gather. Dust whips around in whirlpools. Evil is in the air around you. Look, you remark. Sooner or later we're going to have to face this evil knight. That's the only way to break this curse, right? Only a Saxton can defeat him. Mm. I'd prefer later to sooner, Kip starts to answer back. He never finishes his sentence. <laughs> scream! The scream this of the fucking dude. evil knight announces his arrival. Find out what happens next on page 85. We get it. You're the screaming knight. <laughs> um, you scream at the evil knight. <laughs> there was a le- legend of a curse about me. <laughs> you guys know me. I'm the screaming knight. Uh, you know, there's a curse. I don't know if you saw my sticker. <laughs> Did you read it? You read my sticker? <laughs> you didn't reply. <laughs> I kind of saw that you, you read it out and you, you didn't really say anything back to me. I f- kind of feel like left behind i just want to let you guys know it is a curse right you guys understand you, you noticed it was a rhyme i'm <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not just an evil knight i'm also I, a poet yeah I, I wrote that so it's from the heart any feedback is much appreciated the evil knight screams mingle with the whistling blast of hot wind you can almost feel his evil breath mixed in with the wind you know he's so close close <laughs> the dark mist rushes at you the force of the gale throws the three of you backwards against the hedge, but you don't feel the prickly leaves. You don't land on the ground where you were before. In fact, you don't land at all. Oh. We're falling! Oh, fuck! The three of you cry together. Falling, falling, falling. If the chair you're sitting on has a cushion, turn to page 48. If it doesn't have a cushion, or you're not sitting on a chair, turn to page 72. <laughs> this book is wild. <laughs> so this one, yeah, it has um, a cushion. Stop trying to find out our information about how we've got our setup. <laughs> if your social security number ends <laughs> in six. Then go to this page. <laughs> um, so the, the chairs are, like, they've got a cushion. We yeah. are in chairs with a cushion. Yeah, it's not, not like a hard we chair. Don't, yeah, and we don't have, like, a little pillow or anything though but no but it's it's a it is, soft cushion it can it can be removed it's yeah. a cushion yeah so we're going to turn to page 48 what if it's a wrong answer that's fucked because i didn't even make that i didn't choose well i did choose to sit in the chair but i didn't choose to put a cushion <laughs> in this chair oh, rl stein you are fucking with me <laughs> he's like one day someone will sit <laughs> on a cushion and they'll read it fuck them <laughs> fuck all them cushion sitters He's never sat on a cushion once. I've got the hardest ass. (laughs) And I will write a book series to prove it. Could you imagine that's just something in every book? They're like, time to put in the cushion question again. His editor's like, can we cool it with like the the punishing people for being comfy? And he's like, no. No, they must die. (laughs) But do you die? We've turned to page 48 and it's time to find out. Thump. You land on something soft. Oh. It's a body. Oh. A human body. Oh. Oof! Please, get off me this instant. Okay. A regal-looking boy, dressed in tights and puffy shorts, pushes you, Kip, and Abby off of him. You all stand up and dust yourselves off. Who are you? You ask the boy. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just I was making fun him. of him with yeah. the voice. <laughs> Got him. He looks your age. I am a page, answers the boy. I'm about to fucking turn you. Page 48 in a class of 144. He's an actual page? What? Page 48 in a class of 144. Now we are on page 48. And I'm just going to quickly flick to the back and check if there's 144. Because if there is... Yo, that's fucking meta. (laughs) 
136. Oh. Uh, I guess it's 44 if you count, like, the uh, stickers and everything, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, Alright, RL. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll give yeah. it to you. That's fine. That, that's, that's good. <laughs> Very clever. A page, Abby asks. What's a page? We are knights in training, the boy answers proudly. And we are trying to get away from a knight, you remind Abby. Can you show us the way out of here? Kip asks. Page 48. <laughs> points to a gate that opens by itself. That's the way out, he says. It's the Valley of Rocks. Oh. Hurry, you order Abby and Kip. The gate is closing. You make it through just as the gate crashes down behind you. You look back. Oh. Page 48 is gone. <laughs> oh no. All you see before you is a night sky and strange, mysterious, rock-filled valley. Hmm. This must be Rock Valley. <laughs> ah, Rock Valley, Valley of the Rocks. <laughs> Take the risky rocky exit to page 72. Um, well, 48 was rather meta, I guess. Yeah, very, very cool, R.L. Stein. That's, you know, we get it. Part <laughs> of the book. Got him. Ah. We get it, R.L. Stein. You know what pages are. Fuck. <laughs> we get it, you're a writer. You understand numbering and pages and all that. Cool. Now, what would have been funny if page 48 took place on, like, page 70? <laughs> R.L. Stein is such a fucking Abby sometimes. <laughs> oh, he should have been more like a Kip. <laughs> You've landed in a valley, but the green hills of a moment ago are long gone. In fact, there isn't a blade of grass as far as the eye can see. It's all rocks, broken up shards and boulders and stones, and it's dark. A pale moon shines up above. Abby tries to move and barely balances on a wobbly platform of stone. She shrieks. This is an avalanche waiting to happen. Be careful. Kip warns. <laughs> These flat rocks aren't as steady as they look. He's turning a little bit more and more Australian, and I'm for it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, thanks for the tip, Kip. Ah. Uh, no, wait. Ah. Fuck you, Abby. <laughs> it's not the first time he said that one, Abby. <laughs> I think we noticed. They're right. The rock you're standing on tips and throws you backwards to another flat rock below. Whoa! You cry as your new rock you <laughs> Seesaws back and forth. You glance down. There are more jagged rocks waiting to catch you below. Next, you look up. And something flashes. High up on the rocky point of this mountain, something silvery shimmers in the moonlight. It seems to be calling to you. Chuck! What is it? <laughs> Climb over to page four, uh, 28. Alright. Numbers. I looked at, it, looked at it, saw 28, went 40. <laughs> that, that says 40. We want to go back to our boy. Page 48. Turn to page 28. Where are you going? Kip asks as you carefully step off your rocking rock and onto his. Look up there, you say. You point to the gleaming object. I have a feeling whatever is up there is something we need. I don't know why, but I have to find out what it is. I'm going up to get it. He does know you. You would also look up, see a shiny thing and be like, yep. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> that, that, that's a quest item if I've ever seen one. I don't know what that is, but it, it's shiny and I need it. I am climbing. <laughs> I'm going with you, Kip volunteers. Stop right there, Abby orders. Don't take another step. You're not leaving me alone. Oh, yeah. Abby's afraid of heights, Kip mumbles. <sighs> I'll go by myself, you declare. You two stay together here. Balancing on all fours, you move up onto the next rock. You feel as if you're climbing on eggshells. One false move and the rock you're on could crumble away. You would tumble all the way to the bottom. You test each rock before you move on to it. It's amazing how many of them have jagged edges. Hmm. Higher and higher you climb. Then you see it. A hand sticking up out of the rocks. Look closer on page 133. Oh. Oh no. is kind of like a movie one Hermione right now. Oh yeah. But like not smart. Just the annoying part. I mean, she chose left, and I mean, left has presented you with choices. I don't know if it was the right or wrong decision in any way. I, I 
Jedi mind tricked her into going <laughs> into left. So I get the credit ah, for left at enough. this point. Now that I know that we live. Yeah, yeah. If we didn't, it would be Abby's fault. You peer closer at the hand sticking up out of the rocks. It's only made of stone. Oh. That's when you notice that the rock you're sitting on has a face. Oh. Ah, you yell. Oh. The stone face is frozen in an expression of pain. You move to another rock, but as you look around, all of the broken rocks shaped like people. <laughs> broken pieces of people. Abby, Kit, you cry. There's no answer. You can't see them from where you are without losing your balance. What if they're turning into stone or something, you think. You call out again, but again, there's no reply. What's going on? Maybe they just can't hear you from down below. But maybe you should climb back down and check on them, just to be safe. Are you going to keep climbing for the shimmering object? Or do you scramble back down the mountain to help your cousins? <sighs> I know there's a shiny above me. Yep. And I mentioned... Shiny, shimmering, splendid. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole new world. <laughs> um, and Chuck Paxton mentioned, of course, I think we need this. He did. I don't think... We need Kip and... We can leave Abby. Kip can fend for himself. You know he might die. He's probably gonna die. <laughs> if Abby dies too. That's Wasn't fine. predicted. <laughs> Added bonus. <laughs> Cha-ching. So are you going to keep climbing for the shimmering object or scramble back down to help your cousins? Fuck the people, let's get the toy. Oh yeah, we're turning to page 124. <laughs> Sorry. But you know how it's like, do the work, get the money? Your new phrase, fuck the people, get the toy. <laughs> Completely different out of context. <laughs> just, I'm just going to walk around saying that from, from like now on. People are like, oh, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, fuck, fuck the, the people, people, get the, get toy. the toy. Huh? <laughs> Two-step plan to success. <laughs> you may be climbing on pieces of people, but as rocks, they're not going to hurt you. Oh, you that's then. so deep. Well done, RL. For that matter. Kip and Abby are probably fine. Maybe they just can't hear you. If they are turning to stone, they're not going anywhere, are they? <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> Got him. He's so real. And you're not sure what you would do to help them anyway. You decide to keep climbing the last little bit up the slope. You'll grab that shimmering object, whatever it is, while you've got the chance. You're almost there. The rock you're standing on is totally unstable. You have to do a real balancing act to keep from crashing down on the rocks below. Slowly, carefully, you reach for the silver object. It's long and shiny. When you've got a hold of it, you try to lift it up, but it lifts you up. Up into the air, the shiny thing is a metal finger that's attached to a metal hand. It's attached to the knight in screaming armor. Ah, fuck. Meet your doom on page 66. <laughs> this motherfucker fingered me. <laughs> <laughs> he did. See, I, it really threw me, like, reading that sentence. I was like, ah, the flicked that silver finger. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, there's more. Oh. He's got the whole kit. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't just have the finger. It's got a whole body. Bastard. If I die to a fingering, I'm going to be pissed. Ah, you don't know who's screaming louder. You or the evil knight. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you stare into his glowing eyes. You feel the steam of his breath on your face. And then he reaches out, lifts you up, and flings you over the mountainside. Yeet. Down, down, down you tumble. Your arms and legs bash against the sharp rocks. You can feel the bumps and bruises starting to swell even before you reach the rocky bottom of the mountain. At last you tumble to a stop next to the motionless figures of Kip and Abby. You don't move a muscle, because you can't. You're stiff all over. Oh. And you're getting stiffer. Oh yeah. And st Oh. <laughs> Atmosphere. <laughs> Atmospheric tummy grumblies. You're getting stiffer and stiffer and stiffer. The end. Ah! That's right. I got too hard after getting fingered. You got fingered and turned too hard. <laughs> you, you really got got. Oh, all right. Yeah. So that's 
that that's how you died that's how i die thankfully this is pick a path podcast and we do value our guests taking <sighs> time out of their day to come and sit with me while I, my tummy grumbles at them <laughs> and we would like you to go back to one of the options you've chosen so far and take a second chance Aww. at living yes now you've so far been asked five different options <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to just go back to that last one, because I feel like where you got to choose between saving your cousins and uh, continuing on towards the sh- silver shimmering object. Yeah, because because I know that I survive until that one at least. If I go back further, then there could be other death options waiting oh, for definitely. me. I'm playing this strategically. I want to go back to. Going and trying to unstatue my friends or whatever it is, my cousins. Fair enough. Well, I've jumped back to page one hundred and thirty-three, which is when that happened. Maybe they can't hear you from down below, but maybe you should climb back down and check on them just to be safe. And this time, you're deciding to scramble back down the mountain to help your cousins. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Something inside of me says <laughs> if I go up, I might get fingered. <laughs> so I'm gonna go down and try to. I don't know. How do you stop someone from? turning into a statue oh you've got time to think about it as i turn the pages i am climbing down page by page that's me hopping on each individual page oh it would be really awkward if i told you this was also the end uh your cousins could be in trouble kip and abby could be turning to stone this very minute don't move you yell down I mean, do move, (laughs) if you can. I'm coming down to save you. You take one last glance at the shining object. Rock by rock, you backtrack the way you came. It's even harder to move downward, but there's no time to lose. Mostly, you try not to think about what these rocks and boulders used to be. You set your foot against what used to be someone's shoulder. It jiggles under your weight, and then it flips up. You tumble headfirst down the rocky slope. No. Ouch, ouch, each, ouch. You yelp with each bump. Finally, you land with a crash at your cousin's feet. Turn to page 101 to find out what's happened to them. If they're fucking statues, I blame Abby. She told us to go left. <laughs> she did. <laughs> I'm you, back on it. You, you never psychically told her <laughs> no, no, anything. I, I don't have that kind of power. Chuck Paxton already... is not a Jedi. All right. I mean, you accepted responsibility for the fingering. <laughs> yeah, but that... That we erase that from existence. It's the fear enough. Chuck T- Chuck Paxton has time powers, but he doesn't have psychic powers, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Fucking Abby. Fucking Abby. <laughs> you lie there among the rocks for a moment. Your head is still spinning from your fall. Are you all right? <sighs> Abby asks. I I hate that I'm relieved to hear her voice. <laughs> we saw the whole thing. Kip says with admiration. I give it a perfect ten. Oh. You were fantastic. Oh, love you, Kip. <laughs> I thought you were turning to stone, you sputter. <laughs> that's a good one. Abby laughs. <laughs> we were just trying to keep still. We didn't want to start an avalanche while you were up there. <sighs> yeah, Kip explains. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I love your explanations, Kip. You are so intelligent. <laughs> I don't think I should read the rest. <laughs> it's just like with snow. Oh. The slightest movement or sound might bring everything tumbling down. That's it. Mm. An avalanche. Kip, you're a genius, you exclaim. <sighs> yes, Kip. I am. He is? Abby looks amazed. An avalanche. That's the way to get that shimmering thing. It'll help us. I just know it. And if not, maybe an avalanche can help us get out of this horrible place, you exclaim. Mm. Maybe. Before they can stop you, you pick up a good-sized rock and throw it as far as you can up the slope. Yay? Yeah. Pieces of rock start to cascade down the rock face. You, Kip, and Abby scramble to the edge of the slope, out of the way. Scramble over to page 121. (laughs) I mean, you could have scrambled first. (laughs) It seems reckless. Could have. (laughs) You? (laughs) Off it goes. (laughs) Ah, maybe we shouldn't be standing where it's all headed. (laughs) You guys stand here right under the (laughs) avalanche zone. I'm just going to yuck this rock. (laughs) Glad you're not stoned. (laughs) When the rumbling of the avalanche is done, you brush the dust off your face and glance around. In the light of the full moon, you see a trench in the middle of the hill. It worked, you shout. Wait, so we're... So we did it? We're on the hill now? 
Again? You got to the side. Hang on. You, yeah, so you got to the... You, you moved your way to the side. I'm going to mm-hmm. read this page again. Okay. When the rumbling of the avalanche is done... Yeah. There we go. You brush the dust off your face and glance around. In the light of the full moon, you see a trench in the middle of the hill. It worked, you shout. The avalanche has cleared a path. Ah, uh, yeah. And look what I found, Kip says. <laughs> he holds up a shiny metal key. It was right here under this rock. Kip. You're a genius. You say again so happily. Smart, Kip, I love you. <laughs> I like that R.L. Stein also obviously likes Kip. <laughs> You're going to be turning to page 134. Wait, so the entire history got rewritten. Now this shiny thing was a key, not the guy's finger. That's right. All right, cool. It was just under a rock. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the three of you make your way up the path, all the way up and over the top of the hill. Off in the distance, you see a cottage. Mm. It's that cottage again, you say. Then you have an idea. The key. Maybe it fits the door to that cottage. Fuck yeah. I would never have thought that, but Chuck Paxton knows. After walking on all those rocking rocks, <laughs> the trip to the cottage is easy. No pixies change your path, no sheep stampede, and so far, there's no evil knight in sight. Hedges. Hurry, you call to Kip and Abby. You move quickly and quietly along the dirt road to the cottage. When you are a few feet from it, you stop to look at the cottage more carefully. It's a small, two-story white house with a thatched roof. Hmm. A garden of petunias and snapdragons line the curved stone walkway leading to the heavy wooden door. I wonder who lives here? Abby asks. It's quite stylish for an old-fashioned way building. Sorry. (laughs) It's quite stylish in an old-fashioned way. Abby, shut your fucking mouth. She peeks in the windows. It's too dark in there, she whispers. I can't see a thing. You knock on the door. There's no answer. You knock harder. Still no answer. Try the key, Kip suggests. <laughs> mm. You put the silver key in the lock and try to twist your hand. Turn to page 39. Try to twist your hand. <laughs> it's not even the hand that's turning the key, it's my other hand. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you just turn, you're trying to twist your hand, but it's not the hand <laughs> of the key. The silver key fits perfectly into the lock, but it won't turn. I don't get it, you say. This key looks like it should go with this lock. No luck. You put Mm. the key back into your inventory. Sorry, I mean pocket. (laughs) You step back from the door to search for another way in. As soon as you move away, the door slowly swings open. Come in! The voice of a very old man invites from inside the cottage. Mm. I've been waiting for you. Waiting for us? Abby stammers. She peers into the darkened doorway. But I don't see you. Come closer, the old man says in a friendly voice. (laughs) Ah, sorry. Come closer. (laughs) But friendly. (laughs) Very friendly. It's been so long since I had some good company. The three of you step into the cottage. The door slams behind you. Now, if I had been given a choice there, I would have fucking booked it. Oh, yeah. I think you would (laughs) have. However... Gives you a choice now. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna read that last sentence again because it will determine how your choice goes. Oh shit! Okay. The three of you step into the cottage. The door slams behind you. (laughs) If the slam made you scream, turn to page (laughs) eighty-seven. If the slam makes you jump, turn to one hundred and five. Okay. Now I did make a little. (laughs) You did make a gore, but you didn't jump. Yeah, so I think that counts more towards Scream. You're going to go for Scream? Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to turn to page 87. Yeah. On a technicality. On a technicality. Yeah, you didn't... Oh, no. <laughs> Look, you, you you only live twice. <laughs> so Yolt. Gonna... Yolt. And we're turning to page 87. We'll say it, Abby screamed. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, ah! Uh, Abby, shut up! <laughs> God, Abby, I guess we got to go. <laughs> You can't help it. The slam of the door makes you scream. We didn't mean to scare you. Oh, I don't like that he said we. It's the old man's voice. We? You asked? <laughs> yeah. Did you say we? To answer your question, the old guy hobbles forward. You see his dusty boots emerge from the shadows. A pair of ragged canvas pants and a cardigan sweater with holes appear. Yeah. Then you see his face. Talk about U G L Y. 
He cackles as he glares at you from a wrinkled, mole-covered face. Yeah. This guy must be a hundred years old, and he's looking at you funny. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> then something catches your eye. Something next to his grizzled old ear. It's another head. Ugh. A horrible, wart-covered, puffy-eyed head with a squirming, dangling tongue. Ugh. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> it's sticking out from right... It's sticking out from the right side of his neck. You hear Abby squealing in terror. No, she did scream. Yeah, fucking bitch. Valid, though. Va- what? Well, yeah, I would have screamed too. What the heck? <laughs> RL, I was prepared to fight a knight tonight. I was not ready for old man two heads. <laughs> one man, two heads, <laughs> one dangly tongue. <laughs> As this one catches the light, you see a mouthful of slimy, rotting teeth. His bloodshot eyes roll around out of control. We didn't mean to scare you, the old man says. We meant to terrify you! (laughs) If you can, run to page 98. Yeah. If you're frozen in terror, turn to page 108. No, I'm gonna fucking run. I don't like this at all. I don't want to be anywhere near <laughs> yeah. this fucking creep. I like that it gives you the choice of that one, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, what do you want to do? I've got survival instincts. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm running flight. Leaving the three-faced monster behind. Three faces? Did I miss one? I didn't. <laughs> I was pretty sure there was two faces. Me too. Maybe I didn't. He had the old man face. Yeah, and the, then and someone the... catches your eyes. Something next was grizzled old ear. ear. It's another face. Sticking its another head. A horrible walk covered puffy eyes with a angry tongue. Sticking out from the right side of his neck. Oh, okay. <laughs> you hear Abby squealing in terror. And there's another head! Oh. On the other side, sticking out from his neck. As this one catches the light, you see a mouthful of slimy uh, rotten teeth. Right. We'll just cut Okay, well, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna run. Yeah, yeah. Leaving the three-faced monster behind, the three of you lunge for the back door of the cottage. Locked again, you cry, shaking the handle furiously. The key! Kip reminds you. Try the key! You fumble in your pocket, pull out the key, and put it in the lock. Just as you feel the key start to turn, you hear the monster trio chanting a series of mumbo-jumbo words. Bastard. Slizzawick, Wizzawick, Haggadeezy, no. make three into one with the turn of a key. Oh god, what? The key turns, the door opens. The three of you push against each other, trying to be the first one out. You push, Kit pushes harder, Abby pushes harder, she pushes too hard. The Abby? Monster, the monster's spell has worked. All that pushing squashes your bodies together into one. Pop! You fall outside. But the turn of the key has made you a three-faced, one-bodied monster. No! (laughs) Just like the old man. No! All you know is, two heads may be better than one, but three heads adds up to one big headache. The end. This is my literal fucking nightmare. I'm stuck with Abby for the rest of my life. (laughs) But you've got Kip there too. Kip's there, that's good. Until he dies, that'll be awkward. Yeah. Damn! I didn't defeat the knight. And I'm stuck with Abby. (laughs) There you have it. That has been your second attempt slash life in a Pick a Path novel. Well, we now know I'll never make it in England. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know? England's a lot scarier when you (laughs) climb through the back of a crate. Mm. Thank you so much for coming and joining me. Thank you for having this story with me. Thank you. It's been a let's play of a Mm. book. (laughs) Give yourself goosebumps number nine, the knight in screaming armour. This has been Charlie Lemming. Is there anything you want to promote, plug, or, like, just wish good luck to? <laughs> um, I don't have much to promote. I don't know. Look for me on Twitter. Do uh, it. I-N-T-E-R-F-I-C-I-O-R. Interficior. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. It means, um, in Latin, I am being killed. It was my gamer tag. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't great. good. <laughs> well, look. I should have introduced you as Interficior when you joined us because turns out... I am being killed. You are being killed. Yeah. Whether it's the fingering of a screaming... I either get fingered or stuck with Abby. And you know what? I'd rather be fingered. Yeah. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, that's how it be. Especially when she talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure you check out the description below and check out Charlie on Twitter. Thank you again for coming and joining me for Pick a Path Podcast. Mm, thank you. And we hope to let you listen to another Give Yourself Goosebumps very soon. Episode 10. Episode 10, the season one finale. Ooh, we'll be what doing it going to be? Something a little different. Anyway, goodbye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Pick a Path Podcast. Special shout out to Charlie Leeming from Season Quest, who was our guest this week. You can go and check out Season Quest. It's an actual play D&D podcast. That means they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. And by they, I mean Charlie Leeming, Lucy Jones, Tom Collins, and myself. I'm also on that podcast. So check out Season Quest and Pick a Path Podcast wherever podcasts can be heard. And join us next month for our season finale. Troy J. Malcolm in Diary of a Mad Mummy. That's right, I'm going to be the guest player for that episode. And our host will be Jules Daniel from the very first episode of Pick a Path Podcast. Thanks again and see you later.